2: Well, the Met Office issued an amber weather warning for Nottingham on Saturday. They weren't wrong, were they? And we're not just talking about the white stuff which fell from the sky. A 99th minute penalty from Kane Hemmings kept the promotion dream alive. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast. My name's Craig Priest. Alongside me tonight we have Nathan Edge in the far corner, drinking tea and nibbling on the biscuits. Good we've got Simon Mercer. Good and we've got a man who has pretty much got no voice tonight in Cam of got a tonsillitis going to see the physio after and see, see if your match fits on Saturday. Or, yeah, it should be alright. Yeah, it should be alright. <laughs> uh, he'll be alongside us uh, tonight as well. As always, get your comments in uh, the live feed we want to hear from you. This is, as always, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because matchfield always matters. Tonight, coming up on the show, we're going to be talking about, uh, of course, that game in Nottingham against Nottingham. That 99th minute uh, minute equaliser from the panel spot we'll be talking about silverware yes we've actually won a trophy boys we'll be talking about investing for the future we'll have the results of nathan snap poll and no it's not as nasty as it sounds and we'll also be talking (laughs) about the future of youth and a lot lot more if you've got any comments to make as always get them in in the usual place in the comments field if you're watching at the live field Uh, a bit of a later start than usual tonight but we do that because we we like to have simon on board and is, is made it in time from work. So You're you good get. to me. you good to we me. Because that's what friends are for. Yes. Sorry, pal. Exactly. Right then, here we go. Uh, we're going to start, as we always do on this show, with Oddballs, which was formerly known as the Connection Question. Uh, so, today for Oddballs, you may have noticed, by the way, if you've been looking at our Facebook page, yesterday we posted a picture of uh, the Oddballs, to give you a bit of a clue. Uh, All of the following four players have played for both Forest Green Rovers and Mansfield Town, but who is the odd one out of this four and why? We'll reveal the answer at the end of the show. The four are Ross Dyer, Paul Stonehouse, Luke Jones and Chris Clements. Nathan, do you think you've got got an idea? I don't think so, no. No, Nathan doesn't know. Cam, do you think you know? No. Simon, any, any clip?
3: Yeah, but only because somebody mentioned it the, as <laughs> a comment underneath. So that's I said, I don't think that's right. No. You I, don't think I that's
2: thought, right? I
4: was, I, I thought when, I, when I first saw it, I thought that's right. And then I thought about it a bit more. I'm not sure if it is. So that's why I don't
2: know. Okay, well, we'll find out at the end of the show. If you think you know, uh, let us know in the comments uh, below. Uh, who is the odd one out? Who is the odd ball out of these four... Uh, Stags and Forest Green players, Ross Dyer, Paul Stonehouse, Luke James, and Chris Clemens. Uh, will reveal the answer at the very end of the show. Let's start then by looking back at last Saturday. An amber weather warning uh, was had in Nottingham, and the Met Office for once weren't wrong. We were all at the game, we were all watching. We were all freezing. <laughs> well, three of us watched until the 99th minute, didn't we, oh, <laughs>
4: I'm still so mad at my dad, I was mad at him last week, if anyone saw the last, last week's podcast I was furious if you can remember the fact that he gave me the wrong answer on the, he to be a stag millionaire but, to yeah, <laughs> 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 but deciding to leave the game, yeah, goodnight, deciding to leave the game earlier, I couldn't believe it, we only went a few minutes early, but obviously we missed the goal and uh, uh, I was very annoyed.
5: The, the level of love for your dad just went like up and up and up.
4: That, that day. forest green ticket's <laughs> yeah. definitely not for certain. Yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's not even telling what my for. I'm just ripping it up, I think. Fair enough, it's yeah. shredder. It's in
2: redder. In all seriousness, though, um, we are taking the mickey a little bit slightly out of Nathan, because that's what we, we we do on the show. Um, okay. no, 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 worries. <laughs> no worries, pal. Um, let's be fair, though. For, I don't know where to start. I mean, I, I'm going to start... It was
3: really I, uh, uh,
2: I'm going to start with the conditions I mean we turned up we were all in about 40 layers each it snowed it sunshined it rained it blew it cried there was an earthquake there was a a, a, a heat wave have you ever known in in all the years of your watching football time have you ever known an afternoon as crazy as that for the conditions not at all no not that I can
3: remember anyway but if my dad and I Shelley can remember one then albeit let me know but no, I I I can never remember it. It was like it was weird because like I took some pictures of like of the players before the game and like one minute it's sunshine and then the next minute it's white with snow and then next minute it's sunshine again. Picture clear then it's then it's covered in snow and
2: then it's clear again and it's like what going <laughs> off? <laughs> it was very 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 strange, wasn't it? it mm. Really, well. and I. I think it's fair to say that um, because of the consistently changing conditions that pretty much was a a write-off for the entirety of the first half in terms of either side really getting going and playing any any football. It wasn't as a game it
5: wasn't actually that bad there were quite a few chances each it was end-to-end it was entertaining there were tackles flying in but the weather really did kill it. it just like Getting a foot on the ball and getting a shot away was quite hard because you couldn't see the goal half the time. So I, was sat, <laughs> I was sat right up near the the cop end. At other end, the way the Stags were shooting it second half, I'm just fortunate he wasn't snowing blizzards when Kane Emmin scored that penalty because I wouldn't have seen it.
2: Oh, that's it. It was, it was very, very random. Now let's talk about, first and foremost, the goal in which we conceded. Yeah. Bit of a poor one for me. Defensive frailties there, should have followed the second ball there were a couple of chances like that throughout the first half where we looked a little bit dodgy but I don't know with the conditions can you excuse it slightly because the ball sort of looped up with the wind and it was well, hardest to deal with or should it, it same for
3: both sides to be honest so they you did know, it didn't they we didn't yeah <laughs> because... yeah they, they used that to their advantage and we didn't Um but You know, it, it like you say, it was a bit of a crazy goal. You see, I don't think um, Orchards touched it. I thought it just kind of just there was spin on the ball and it just bounced. It just bounced, and the spin on the ball took it in the net. But I don't think it should have got to that point. I think we should have just cleared it straight away. There were enough bodies in there, enough Mansell bodies in there to get it clear, and they they should have got rid. To be honest,
2: let's talk about it at the other end. Then we'll talk about the goal and, and the moment in a minute or two but what about at the other end because the second half I think that it's completely fair to say that we absolutely peppered Notts County we dominated possession we did well with the ball but that didn't happen until around the 60th minute when one player was withdrawn let's see if we're on the same wavelength and, and camp if you can identify said player I forgot um, went stumped. Off. Adam King yeah Yes. I, think, I
5: just think the conditions were a bit tough and I don't think it suited the way he played but it was the same for both and I think he should have just adapted his game but I think we just didn't change it quick enough and I said to my uncle next to me and I just says, if we don't change it then we're not going to get anything out of this and it was a bit of a surprise when we went 4-3-3 up, uh, and Steve bringing Lee Angle on that was a bit of a surprise but it gave us a little bit a little bit more up front and it gave and Hemmings dropped is, a little bit wide I
4: think the
5: change in formation was a big mm. was a big change really
4: very
2: brave because we had no, no real right side, but that pushed Anderson forward a little bit yeah. more. It more it was more of a 3-4-3 th- three, 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 really but mm. it did have to
5: happen that's it the way that Christian Pearce went down obviously when he went down injured does, does anybody was like,
2: know how he
3: is because I heard that it was something to do with his heart yeah
2: David Flitcroft said in his post-match interview that the they had the doctor on, still worried, but he said if, it didn't quite feel right. But apparently, he's been right as rain. He's been training; it's it's all right. So, might just be, you know. I think what you've got to take into context there is obviously it's a lot colder yeah. than what it usually is. Uh, there's a local dart; it's a local derby, so the adrenaline's going through mm. your body. It's, it's colder. Your body. As well. It's his yeah. ex club, yeah. as, as you say, Nate. You know, there's a lot in there, isn't it? To, to sort of. Take on board, and I guess that might be that might have been yeah. a factor um, for him. He's
4: so, a warrior, though, isn't he? That's, oh
2: yeah, he, oh yeah. I'm, I'm remember, it was,
4: remember was it last season when he? I don't know what was up with him. We had to keep leaving the pitch as well to go to the toilets I think to find. Yeah, yeah. I remember? Yeah, <laughs> hilarious. But it just shows what a player he is. No matter how he's feeling, he's committed to. He, he just wants to play. Doesn't he he's committed to the cause.
3: Yeah, well, but probably me being a bit old. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if if there was something wrong with us, I'd have been straight off for me. Yeah, to be honest. yeah, should have been, been straight off, of and yeah. you'd have brought somebody like well. In in fact, they were actually already in Digby, but we in Digby, yeah. And um, Pierce kind of waved him, up, waved him off, and kind of said, "I'm coming back on." Which like it's like Nick says, he's a he's a warrior, you know. He wants to play, mm. which just proves that his arts with Mansfield sort of thing
2: quite literally yeah quite literally <laughs> which is a twist of irony really as well uh, keep your comments coming in as always if you're watching on the uh, live feed if you listen to the audio version of this where were you every Thursday 6.30 ish ish 7 ish, tonight ish. maybe there may be a different day next week who knows um, <laughs> Peter says pressure, building, pressure on Hemmings must have been immense but how he celebrated didn't uh, it didn't mean much to him did it I mean do it, it, you look at that I mean as it, it it, it absolutely it. everything I mean if you were a footballer could you have coped with that pressure with that I mean to <laughs> win, I think to win the game if, if it would have been 1-1 on it was taking the penalty to win the game I don't think the pressure would have been as much because if you'd have missed it's still a point mm. but to completely have go from a split second of having completely nothing, to taking something away from the game which Mansfield thoroughly deserved, and we say that not just as Mansfield fans but as football fans and watchers of football, that must have been horrendous. Mm. How do you keep your cool in that? You kind of just have
3: to meet, well, uh, you kind of just have to kind of just concentrate on the job in hand. You've got a corner you're going to go for, so you, you put ball on spot, and any penalty taker, uh, if you change your mind when you're running up to. to ball and you change your mind at last minute you're going to miss so you just have to have a spot in mind and go for it and hopefully the keeper don't save it
2: Yeah, a low corner nearly did but he hit it, like, he hit it hard enough yeah. to, to get past the, goal yeah. the goalkeeper who to be fair moments before that pulled off a stunning save from McDonald's header Yeah, and that and you're probably going to hate me for probably it. Probably Digby it. Cross, it which was, which was, was really, pretty good to and be honest. I felt, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a fan of Digby, but I felt he actually gave us a little bit more. I mean, there was a lot of criticism. Let's deal with this first. There was a lot of criticism towards Flitcroft for not changing things between when he took King off and brought Angle on and the 90th, 90 odd minute when he brought Digby on.
4: Mm.
2: Anyone agree with the criticism, or do you see the other side of the fence, Nath? The, the thing is, the first sub we made, it
4: did change it, so as we were starting to, like you say, pepper the goal a little bit, and we did start to improve, you sort of think, well, you don't fix what's not broken, at that point, we was doing okay, so I don't know, it's hard to say, because you don't know what would happen, you know, who you could have brought on, I mean... I probably bought a bought on Miller instead of Angle anyway because he spent more time on the floor than he did actually on the pit like, well yeah, you know, on his feet but, disappointed um,
3: in him to be honest
4: I, yeah well, I'm not going <laughs> to get started on that but he, he did have a poor game and I was hoping he was going to be the one to get the winner or oh, well, I'll get the equaliser but he made that change and like I said I think it was more the change of formation than the personnel personally um, that changed it but we did start
2: improving things so did he have to change it I, I don't know really Cam what about you would would you be on the critical side of not changing it to try and get us o- get us that extra ten percent over the edge, or are you on the side of it's we're doing all right? Let's not rock the boat. I think
5: that's the thing. You don't you don't know until it had happened, honestly. So it's it swings and roundabouts because if you've, you make that change and you get the goal, it's like oh great, we've got a goal. If you make that change and you don't get it, it's like oh why has that not worked? It's like anything could happen when that play comes on he could come on get absolutely clattered and have to go off again because he's
2: injured that's what happened the week before isn't yeah. it with, with Mellis mm. he, he tried to maybe play his cards too early and it mm. backfired so maybe he was a entered on the of portion well, yeah, yeah exactly I mean for me I thought he, he did the right thing by not changing it because I felt we had I mean I don't like criticising players but I felt King was poor and I don't put that down to the conditions there was 10 of the players on the pitch And I think King's been poor since Evans has gone. I don't think he he fits under Flickcroft.
3: He didn't have a great game against... Was it Coven?
2: Yeah. There was one of the games
3: where... He got booked early
2: on, didn't he? the Lincoln game. He got got, booked early on. And he didn't look stable. And for me, he looked... He was more of a hindrance in midfield than anything because we just couldn't get going. And McDonald was trying to cover for him and therefore it was losing a bit of McDonald. And Atkinson looked lost on the right-hand side... I've I thought have a storming game down the right. That, end, that, so that little bit be.
3: of silky skill, don't well,
5: you well, yeah. He did
2: me, I, I think, don't know. For me, I don't think he. He's, he he, he there. started all right, and yeah. then it kind of drifted out a little bit. I
5: think, I think that was down because obviously with well, players everywhere, you think McDonald were sh- when they were, or well, went or went in for that massive melee. Yeah. McDonald shouldn't have been anywhere near that if he were playing his actual position.
3: Exactly. I didn't really notice it? that McDonald got injured. Yeah, yeah, and like he went to kick ball, or he kicked ball, and or he was going in for a tackle, and he kind of opted away from it, sort yeah. of thing. And that's as he's done. And Adam might have made the change then, sort of thing. But then he seemed to run it off, sort of thing. And then he, he caused that great save from goalkeeper.
2: I just think with with Atkinson and McDonald as a central pairing, and this goes back to even when Evans was in charge, and I said exactly the same thing. Them two seem to have a decent understanding box to box about Mm. when one goes forward one drops back to cover and then and vice versa. When one goes wide the other comes into the middle and fit in for me them two work as a central pair and I think if you get a, a fit Alfie Potter or Paul Anderson and pushing back Forward to to the right hand side of midfield Pushing back, forward. Pushing back, forward. Pushing back. Pushing back, forward. I know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) I changed this podcast to seven for you. Don't start. (laughs) I gave you biscuits and everything. Don't 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 go down that. I am not knocking it. Oh yeah, doesn't I like it? Um, What I'm trying to say, you move you move Anderson back to the right hand side of midfield and. Maybe introduce Digby or Hayden White, whichever doesn't. i not even, While we're uh, on the topic
5: of Anderson, I think he looked a bit, li- little bit like a fish out of water. He did Saturday. say on his Twitter, yeah, he did, after he looked, was a and was.
2: all thing. credit to him. He, he said on his Twitter, he just didn't quite look himself. Game. He didn't.
3: Yeah, he came out and said it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, had he a poor didn't game. Look yeah. himself, and I think... basically apologized, didn't he? Yeah.
2: yeah, midfield for me. Though going back to the King and McDonald and Atkinson situation midfield is where the game won or lost and you could visibly see that we were 100% better going forward and we had more momentum when King had gone off and when we made that change and that's what that's how we ended up winning the game not winning the game it felt like we are obviously but that's how we ended up getting the the, head, the header from McDonald because there was that play with Digby breaking mm-hmm. things up and superb cross for McDonald, and then obviously there was it led to the corner which led to the penalty I just think that's where we we're going to win or lose games and I think we need strong minded players if this was September I'd be completely on the other side of the fence and saying, yeah let's give him a run of games and let's get him involved and let's give him that time but we don't have time and that's the problem we do not have time uh, to get involved in that if you've got any comments by the way uh, keep them coming on the live feed let's see if we can get through uh, a few of uh, them as well um, talking about the Hemmings penalty Callum says personally I would gi- I would have given it somebody else I saw on the replays Angle was trying to get the ball to take it big credit to Kane for his composure when taking it um, Chris says with the gaffers comments midweek of needing to be positive in front of goal for the rest of the season do you think a 3-4-3 lineup would be better I'd certainly go with that at Forest Green uh, on Saturday, if not three, four, one, two, with McDonald just in the hole. More on that in a minute. And Callum also says, uh, when I saw the post that we were loaning a Premier League player, I think we all re- were all expecting big. I don't know if he's just not come out of his show yet, or if he's just not a strong player under Fri- Flickcroft. Not sure. Obviously, talking about Adam King there, because to be fair, under Steve Evans, he did yep, sort of yep. look like he was mm-hmm. the good promise, game, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he first came in. So, and, and maybe being a young player, maybe you know he's, he's coming under this promise promise of Steve Evans is going to take him under his wing and do what he did for Ben Whiteman and blah-de-blah-de-blah and then obviously Evans has gone and he's felt a little bit let down by that Mm. he's a long way from home you know he's he's on loan from Swansea for a Mm. start so there is that to take into consideration there is immense pressure on, on this group and maybe he's just not handling that and got the experience to handle that 6-1 and a there's a lot of different yeah. factors
4: you could, you could probably throw in there and I guess we'll, we'll probably just never know will we but like you said I think we've got to the point now where you've got to make a decision on this we can't keep carrying players because
2: <laughs> like I said every game now is absolutely key and we can't keep drawing that's it that's that's the big thing we'll come on to that more later on obviously it is the, the draw factor and if we keep doing that we're not going to get anywhere and we can't afford to drop any games whatsoever um, let's go back to the Nuts County game uh, for a moment, and, and just wrap, wrap, wrap it up on, on that one. If you've got any more comments on that, keep them coming in in the live feed as well. But as a whole, not just on the pitch and off and sort of the what it's done to the points tally and things like that, in terms of confidence, in terms of um, mentality, is that the goal which could potentially save the season, Nath? I hope so Um,
4: my fear is and this is sort of I at. you'll probably all I think you'll probably disagree with me really and I'm normally positive but my fear is that that may just paper over a bit of the cracks because I think we was pretty poor for a lot of the game on Saturday and we was for quite a bit of the game against Colchester and we was for a lot of the game against Lincoln I'm just a bit worried that that late late goal is going to paper over the cracks of the fact that we're not playing too well but then on the flip side we've played some tough teams they've all been up there really haven't they so i'm hoping and i think the next three games we can probably well actually we've got some tough ones after forest Green, but i think the next well, the next three games we can really gauge what sort of team we're
2: going to be i think simon mm-hmm. what about you is that the goal which could is it the goal which has saved the season or is it no clinging on the help? no a bit. um the last
3: four well we should have we should have beat Lincoln to be honest I think and maybe we should have beat Colchester as well you know Um me personally Saturday neither team looked up for it neither team looked as though they wanted to you know go for it neither team wanted to concede early you know neither, neither team looked as though they wanted they wanted it to be honest, neither team looked as though they wanted it they didn't they didn't want to lose and it looked like they were playing out to draw anyway and it just so happened that Notch County got that fluky goal and um, it made us realise that you know hang on a minute if we lose here you know we're done so in a way I kind of do agree with Nath, it's kind of papered up the cracks even though we scored in the 99th minute you know it's papered up the cracks of the last two games that he's been in charge where we we should have won and we should have been we should have I know we've we've switched managers and every manager's different but we kind of got to carry on that you know momentum of what we had with Steve Evans you know if if I'd have been David Flitcroft I'd have just come in and said carry on doing what you're doing sort
2: of thing we have the
4: same players so I can go from playing so well Except it, the exactly. Game. How can we go from playing so well? I think the so commentary game though? he knew
2: it was going anyway. Yeah. So,
4: but when you think so back to that, that game we played superb in yeah. so many games. How can we go from that to what we've been in a lot of the spells in the last few games? It it just shouldn't really happen when we do you know, no. have quality of players there.
2: Liam on, in the comments says, "Wish Evans were still here." I think we all do slightly. I would have liked to see him finish the job. Uh, Liam also says. Uh, uh, Lucky against County, but we need to cheer on Flickcroft uh, and give, got to uh, give yeah, him a got chance to back Which we all do. I got mean, yeah. if Evans, to be honest, if Evans, you know, would have gone in the summer, and then we would have appointed Flickcroft, then I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have argued against Flickcroft then. I, no. don't, I don't know because I still think he's a good enough manager to take us up. It's just he's been left with his hands tied. Really, up I think that popular creek without a paddle. Really, in, in some respects. Yeah,
3: I think like you say, if, if Evans had have come out and said. I'm staying till end of season. I'm going to get you promoted. But I am going, But, but I, was, I am going. I've sorted something out with you yeah. know another club. Whether he unites the other club or not could be up it's to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Completely. But
3: he could have just said, I'm going to stay with you. I'm going to stay out the last 12 games. I want to see you get promoted. Because I know it's League One to Championship. But the, how many points away are Peterborough from playoffs? About exactly. three?
2: It's. The, it's it, we're exactly um, the whereas same, whereas it's we were, division,
3: division, we division were two points away from Automatic and he's left a club that's three points off at playoffs.
2: Yes. And
3: that, that to me, I know it's League One going up to Championship and yeah. we all know that it might be a little bit about the old... Oh, the mm, yeah. yeah. Of course. But, you know, he could have said, mm. I'm two points off Automatic with, with Mansfield. I want to stay. I want to sort them out. I want to get them up. And then... I'll leave and then I'll go to the other club.
2: Certainly, and I think one thing which sort of both managers have commented on is obviously the fans and the reaction. And Cam, we were talking about uh, if that's the goal to save our season, whether or not it is or not. Regardless, but the reaction to it, the video footage from behind the goal. I just want to credit, by the way, I want to credit um, the. The club for a second because obviously they've got um, a digital media editor called uh, called Dan and and the footage uh, of of that to leg it down the touchline with the camera and <laughs> get all that footage that's going to be something we'll look back on and, and makes the hair stand up on you back yeah. on the back of your neck when the ball hit the back of the net Cam what was your initial initial reaction? other than a lot of swearing (laughs) uh, oh god don't drop my phone don't drop my phone I I FaceTimed my mum the goal
5: I FaceTimed to my mum so she didn't miss it I was like oh don't drop my phone that's it yeah that's
2: it well let's I think that's enough of us for about 30 seconds or so Um, let's find out what the gaffer made of it all and as he was speaking and as he reflected uh, on the game here's what David Flitcroft had to say about the way the Stakes fans celebrated the goal and what it could mean for the rest
1: of the season. I think the second half was was a front foot performance and that's what the Mansfield fans want to see and it's important that there's a connection when there's energy on the pitch, when there's a desire to run hard, when there's a desire to tackle and and when there's is is a real desire to, you know, uh create chances and look to take a team to task. Then, you know, the energy then comes from 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 the supporters. Um I mean <laughs> There was a lot of energy afterwards in, in you know, in Nottingham and in some of the bars that I'd watched the footage on. Uh, but that, that's what they—that's what they're there for. That's what they've travelled across for, and uh, we've got to make sure that you know we give them uh, a lot more than days.
2: He talked about being on the front foot and uh, you know going, trying to finish games off and starting to you know really go and attack teams that's what we saw second half and we'll talk more about this when we talk about Forest Green towards the back end of the show but he said that's the moment he was talking about those are the moments that Mansfield fans want. he knows what we want he's pressure out Nathan is to deliver it yeah and <laughs> like you say he's got high pressured match to do
4: that in as well because not only the performances um, the results are going to be judged as well and um, it'll be probably sod's law actually we'll probably I'm not going to say any, we'll, we'll probably have a game in the next coming weeks and we'll probably go somewhere and play really well and then lose and that would be probably just as bad as well obviously I think that's
2: Luton
1: yeah
4: maybe, uh, maybe, well, Luton. maybe I,
2: yeah I, I was <laughs> dominating for 90 minutes and losing the 91st I was saying like to yeah <laughs> <laughs> Accrington, we've lost anyway.
4: Let's yeah. just get that one out now. So, we've got one defeat in the next few <laughs> weeks. But...
2: I, I think <laughs> they're like a bit of optimism, isn't there?
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's given, isn't it? It's always Accrington. Maybe, maybe not, but. Always
2: Accrington. Yeah. Always.
4: But, you know, it, it, that's what I mean. Like, it's going to get juiced on both sides, isn't it? At the moment, we're not. I don't think we're performing well, but. I don't know why I don't think the results have been good either, in my opinion. But, someone's got to change, and is it going to be the performance? Is it going to be the results? I mean. We need the results, really.
2: Well, let's, let's see what we can make from from these comments from you guys at home as well. Shelley's been in touch and she says our midfield needs addressing as it's our weak link as well as up front. Yes, we have injury suspensions etc. Flip flop needs uh, my help in getting those players up for the last nine games. It, he's only got to ask. After reading, uh, he is showing players DVDs of uh, the the fans' uh, passion. He knows what it's all about. Uh, Paul says, "Is it or has it been psychological in the players' minds since Evans?" left, is this why we seem to think the players aren't playing the way we know they can um, ah, best comment of the afternoon, I'm going to come to that in a minute um, Callum says, I agree Shelley, if the midfield has a bad game, the whole team usually does and he also says, I feel at some points in matches under Flickcroft, the players have just needed a massive shouting out, not yeah. really seeing him fire them up and I think as much as we slagged Evans off for, for doing that and we were mm. critical of the way it would just bellow like, <laughs> <laughs> off, off the game. that's do it. Um, Flickcroft is quite a manager. He's, he's not that type of manager. But I think because the players are so used to that sort of mindset, which is the point which Paul yeah. made in terms of psychologically, does he need to I just think... change his approach slightly and maybe get a fat suit? Well, it's funny you should say
3: that because we were on about it the other day. And we were saying perhaps the pressure. I'm gonna th-
2: stop you there. Oh Andy's just asked, Have I missed the millionaire quiz? No you haven't, my friend. No you haven't. Is, oh, that, yeah. is that Andy Gibson by any yeah. chance?
3: Yeah. He's a like, get some work done. Carry on, carry on. Um <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say now. Uh yeah. Uh, Evans Dave,
2: to suit Flipcroft. Yeah like that,
3: yeah. Evans has been outside line ninety minutes shouting on, on you know, and David's got this different approach to it. And I think when, like, say for example, when McDonald takes a twenty-five yard shot, I think he did. He have one on Saturday and it went yeah. wide. Um, yeah, yeah, just he had a or of on was it at the weekend as well? He had one and, and uh, David Flick cl- clapped it, and like we like unlucky. And Macca kind of looked round and I were like, what? I'm we're, we're, from we're, 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 we're hammering it, yeah. from yeah. Front bench, sort of thing. And and I seem to think that they've got it now where it's like, oh, it don't matter if we because, you know, we're not going to get the hammering, well, sort of thing. Do you
4: remember the comment I said, not the last episode, i might have been the episode before that, and I said... Because um, we've that, done 32 episodes now, yeah,
2: guys. going strong. We're come on, well. team. The
4: <laughs> thing I said, I don't know if you remember me saying, but I said the one thing I was worried about is how the the commitment players I think they are committed but before they wouldn't get away with like letting one percent go like and when you say about him shouting at CJ um, there was a game I don't know if it was Lincoln or whether it was I think it was Lincoln actually where. Um, he wasn't tracking back as much as he used to, and I was thinking at that point, is it because Steve Evans wouldn't allow them to not do that? Because straight away they he would, it he would, he would be shouting at them, wouldn't they? Him and and, and his mate Dodgy would be straight away getting on the back. And that's one thing that like, I thought they may just just got that extra one or two percent out of some of the players, not all of them, but some of the players and that's what I was a bit worried about.
2: Callum says, on that point, I feel at some points in matches under Flitcroft, the players have just needed a massive shout and I've not really seen him fire them up. Uh, Elliot says, maybe the players are missing the constant instructions being given from Steve Evans and his mate Dodgy. Mm -hmm. Uh, He didn't say his mate Dodgy but we always refer to uh, Paul (laughs) Reiner as his mate Dodgy uh, for those who don't get the reference. Uh, if you want to find out about those references by the way you can go on our website mcfcmatters.co.uk click on the podcast page and you can listen to all 32 episodes all over again make sure
4: you've got
2: plenty of time in your day for that I mean why not why not I mean it's the perfect way to spend a Friday um cross seems to allow them to get on with it whilst giving a few uh, instructions now and then um Callum also says, talking of Evan Shelton at CJ, uh, he's not had a good game yet under Flitcroft, in my opinion. Like I said, maybe the shouting gave him motivation. And it, it's it's different managerial <coughs> style, isn't it? And that that's the issue. You've gone from having a bull in a china shop mm. to a mouse in a factory. Do you know what I mean? Do you know mm. what I mean? It's the one who <laughs> will... The bull in the china shop's going in and creating all this noise and all this energy and all this... Um, confrontation and getting his points across whereas the mouse in the factory is just going around and just plotting his way and plotting his devices mm. and, quite a, and meticulous in the way it, it's done you say CJ there same with Danny Rose
4: yeah we exactly what, we know what Steve yeah. Evans did for Danny Rose at the start of the season where well yeah where he got him back into form all of a sudden Danny Rose has got off unfortunately hasn't he that's
3: but did no Danny did Danny score a load of goals under Barry when David Flickcroft he did that's when he started there. getting his form yeah. There, I yeah. think
2: Rose will come good I just think I it's I think he will yeah every player goes through that, that period of needing a rest needing a bit of different approach to a game I think he's would you rest st- him Saturday? yes I would but yes but I, I would who he's yeah. playing his place? Miller Miller oh, Miller oh, Angle and, 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 and Spencer what? Yeah, one hundred
4: percent. was that in the middle? And and what?
5: Angle. No, no um,
2: was, and and. I Just say, I'd, just say Miller I'd, and. Honestly, <laughs> I played Miller, Angle,
5: and no, Morris Sterling James. Angles, right?
2: Yes, pace because Forest Green will, uh, are knackered. They've got the worst They're defense in the big league. Units and he's he's quick and rapid, and that's and what Macdonald we mean. And McDonald just behind him. Yes. yes, we'll come on to that in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. now I don't want right. There's, there's loads of comments coming yeah, in, which no, is no, which I'm is like great, and I don't want to miss any of them. But this one comment in particular, I do not want to miss because this is the greatest comment that's ever been made on the Mansfield Matters podcast. Some that, think, <laughs> it <laughs> is this man.
3: I'll this man. See you later.
2: If you could just hold that, if you just hold that for there, yeah, there you go. Just Android. hold it. In front it of never of your said face. hold it where. Well, no, just hold it in front of your face. Hold it. Hold it up in front of your face and let, let's look at this comment. Um, Mark Wells put it back <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and said I feel that Digby deserves a start and can be that missing link in midfield to drive us forward yes Mark Wells oh, I agree I'm yeah. with that
3: not midfield yeah. defence defence yeah. Defense, I fully agree C- with C- yeah, midfield just- no.
5: no CDM just that gap between the field no. and the yes. defence no. the interceptor
4: no. yes Cam no. Although they yes. saying that no. No. King and Byron aren't really doing very well in that position at the are let you can't not get much worse right.
3: can you yeah. put let's, me in there to <laughs> be not as bad
5: as Byron we'll just admit that one already
3: <laughs> let's look at the positive you need to give your head a check
5: <laughs> let's let's look at the right angle's worse
4: leave
2: it at leave it
3: right this
2: let's kind of go pot let's go come on then hey we like guys come on oh all right Listen, cheers Mark we don't like
3: it. Way done. we don't like Digby we don't, don't like we
2: don't like Angle there's no way to find out we don't like Hiram we don't like White the, I agree with the comment
4: because
2: serious now come on let's look at this let's look at the positives against Notts County yes or no did he change the game for the better? Yes or no? Yeah. Nathan. Who? I wasn't
4: the Digby. Oh, yeah. He left early, so he can't
2: comment. Yes. He, sure. yeah, actually, he probably had left by the time Digby had, had come on, to be fair. Oh, that's uh, bossy. For oh, the that, 30 yeah, seconds
3: yeah. he played, yes, he did. He played yeah. nine, about nine
2: minutes. <laughs> and he was vital in that. I would play him at centre half, I wouldn't play him in midfield. No. I, I, I would wouldn't. agree on that. But I would have that flexibility within that lineup to play him just in front of the back when we're going forward, just in front of that back three or four, to play that interceptor role and do what he did against Notts County, which was, if you watch the highlights all the way back, he tracked all the way back, smashed the ball upfield, and then ran 40, 50 yards and got on the end of his own clearance via yeah. a little touch. And he just play that box-to-box role and get us forward. I think he's played on the Flitcroft before. Flickcroft had him as a kid, and I'm going to come to this in a little bit because we're going to talk about keeping Warden a little bit and investing in youth in the youth players he had that little bit more about him he knows about him and I think Digby might because of that might settle a little bit more and prove himself a little bit more mm. and I think as Mark rightly says I think he's probably will be that missing link which King's not given us which will give McDonald the freedom to go forward a little bit and play in that yes, hole where we have saying and where we want to see him and Atkinson to be a little bit more free as well I just think Digby might be that you know when you do a jigsaw and you're looking for ages and ages for that missing piece Oh, throw it away <laughs> and then you find it down the corner of the sofa that's Paul Digby a jigsaw piece would you start would right that just, that's, let's Those address most people
5: by this point have given up though let's address yeah. the
2: question uh, fr- from what Mark said he said Digby deserves a start on Saturday at Forest Green do you agree no matter where you play him yes or no does he deserve a start Nathan yes 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 Get him in, Flickcroft. <laughs> if you're watching this, first name you too He's loving this,
4: he? Craig in. is absolutely loving this.
2: I am right. He's waited all
3: season for big big You know watch oh. first ten minutes, he'll get sent off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go yeah. something,
2: yeah. Um, looking at uh, some more of the comments in uh, here. Um, Josh says uh, Stephen has always had a plan. Flickcroft, I don't think has one. Is Rose Paul says is Rose tired or should he be dropped? Uh, Elliot and Paul are both saying that Stylian James has gone on loan to Solihull. If he has, it's uh, within the last hour and I've not seen it before this. uh, Cam will check that out for us. Um, Liam asks, Flitcroft's only got three wins at home but away he's lost one or only once or twice. Do you think this could happen uh, for the stakes, the proof will be in the pudding. Simply, mm. at Forest Green, which is, for me is 100% a, uh, a must-win. And just to go back to my uh, my comment uh, and the best conversation, the best comment of the podcast, Peter backs this up by saying the best cross uh, all game uh, came from Dig Beat for Maka to have his header saved. Don't give him more ammunition <laughs> yeah. Dad. excellent we love it keep your comments uh, coming in we're going to be talking uh,
5: within the last hour Uh,
2: go ahead read it
5: yeah Morris Sterling James has joined uh, Solihull until the end of the season
2: that's surprising yeah let's let's react to that then because obviously we're we're obviously seeing this for the first time that's annoying you you, you said you wanted him in the team that's really annoying (laughs) it just gave
5: us that little bit of a difference that little bit of it's pace, on the wing. That's thing. We've
2: got strikers, but we've not got pacey strikers. It was at the Stags today. It well. was at the club today as well. Because I saw, I went to get, I went to get robbed. By the way, for Luton tickets, Luton Town Football Club. If you're going to go and watch them uh, any game, get them bloody mortgage before <laughs> you, you go. Cheers, Dad. to got to pay for <laughs> twelve. How much are they? they? 24, Twenty-four pounds, for yeah. adults. It's, yeah, it's a ridiculous amount of.
5: I don't of want to see what
2: it is for a student. It's ridi- <laughs> it <is> a ridiculous. ridiculous <laughs> amount of twenty three um, <laughs> on the Sterling James food. on the Sterling James <laughs> thing. though I mean, I did agree with Cam in terms of already giving him a start at Forest Green and, and let him have that bit of pace, but at the same time, I am actually glad to see him go out and get game time because I think oh, he needs it. He, he, he needs it, and I, mean. I still think I know Evan said that he would have developed in next season as well. But I think you know Flickcroft might have seen something in him uh, as well maybe for next, for next season mm. I'd hope he would would stay around mm. would, would Would you? you'd laugh at that I, I that's I what would. I'm thinking it's only 16 quid for me to get in ah, still,
5: 16 <laughs> ah, yes. quid still a lot of money but there you go
3: he's 18 by the way Luton 24 yeah, Under on, uh, on, ni- on the
5: 19s is 16 quid he's 19 tomorrow yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> his birthday yeah.
3: his
2: birthday just on before on my colony Monday 19 <laughs> 19, <laughs> 19. <laughs> oh God, it's falling apart. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree. I'd, I think he needs
4: to... Um, he need. I think he's got enough potential there to be a, a key player for, for next season. Um, and like I said, I'm probably disappointed he's going. One, he had something a a bit different pace. And I think the other aspect is... didn't Wasn't Heming... Uh, not Heming, sorry. Uh, Spencer, wasn't he injured on Saturday and that's why he was in the squad
2: yeah and Miller, got, said, his, Miller got a look in didn't that's he that's a player If I don't know
4: how long he's out for I've not heard any news on that but maybe it's not well he obviously. played in the he reserves so no, he did. obviously he must be alright but if you do pick up any knocks between now and the end of the season it's, it's just not a very good time to put send a I mean obviously,
2: obviously all we've seen is that Solihull have signed him on loan at the end of the season we've not seen the club's Manchester Town Football Club's article yet whether yeah, there is a recall clause in there you would hope so and I think Flitcroft He's got enough about him to be able to get that in. But
3: But on the flip side, you'd hope that there's no injuries between now and the end of the season. Of course,
2: of course you wouldn't, I mean. But we have picked up a few lately, haven't we? That's, yeah. that's no new concern
4: that we have. So
2: I think to hit the nail on the head, am glad to see him go and get some game time under his belt. He deserves some and I'm sure he'll, he'll get a couple of goals in the confidence which will bring him back to us um, in a positive frame of mind regardless of what happens in the future. But again, on the other side of that, Nine games to go, one injury, one suspension. Mm. But if, but again, on the flip side of on the flip side, <laughs> if we've got a recall clause in there, and say it's two or three games time, and he's bagged three or four goals for Solly, and we recall him, then we've got a fit player who's scoring goals coming into the side. So yeah, yeah, it all. I think it all hinges, hinges on not re- re- it? That's it. It all hinges. You want, you? It all hinges on that recall. for me Uh, let's have a look at some more of the comments then Uh, Liam's saying uh, talking about Danny Rose I think Rose should be dropped because with Evans when Rose wasn't playing well and when he came back he was brilliant when Evans dropped him Uh, Shelley says Flitcroft doesn't have a plan as it's not his squad true issue I have is what is up with Danny Rose yes players go through a dry patch but he's done by forty minutes in. Can you rest your top striker? Danny might just need yeah. one game to go it to go in and sit back, and then he kickstarts him again. Um, you, what, what do you think of that? Do you agree with Shelley about yeah, like but to, if,
3: if you're going to do a game, you have got to do a <coughs> game where, like, I know we need him for every game, but you can kind of rely on somebody else. Say like for Forest Green, Forest Green the ideal the, game. Forest Green, you'd play Miller. A hungry
2: player. Yeah, Yeah.
3: wanting to score goals. And if he's going to leave, he's going to want to... A hungry player
2: also will be slightly confident because he, he, along with Spencer and Angle, also scored in the reserves. Correct.
3: And if he's he's not staying at Mansfield, you know, he's Um, got to score goals for another club to come in for him. Unless he wants to go back to Peterborough with Evans and Dodgy. You well, know. That's not going to happen, is it? Well, no. Well, <laughs> well you don't know, but... It's but... just pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, yeah, no, I, will so... Drop, I will drop Danny on
2: Saturday. Piers is for the rest, be... more than anything, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And to fire, maybe getting fired up again. Uh, there's two or three players I'd drop Saturday for the rest, and Pierce is another one. Yeah. Yeah, he looks yeah. A bit off it. He's looked a little bit slow and sluggish, and the heart thing, as you said, Zander. diamond. He, did, he didn't play. Did it's he play? He didn't play in re- the reserves, though. Diamond didn't play yeah, in the it's, reserves. It's, it's no. Same no. day
4: Saturday, though. That's, could
3: be that. But then, then Digby's been playing well in defence when he's. I'll say. On, so say he would you, know, if you've not got be, Pierce, you've got to say he's got to be first choice. As much as I regret saying it, got you got it. don't regret <laughs> saying it. You
5: will <laughs> love it. If you've not got Pierce <laughs> and you've not got Diamond, we've not got Murfin
3: you've not yeah. got a leader have you in there and Digby's kind of he organises people as well do not he yeah
2: for a young player he's, he's yeah. a leader and got to so,
3: give that to him for the way he's played when he came on against was it Lincoln or Colchester Col- I want
2: to say Colchester I was, yeah I want to Col- say Colchester come yeah, on against Colchester day. smashed one off crossbar didn't he yes, yes, yes he did yes, yes, was, I, Yeah, because I think I
3: sent you like Message saying he's was a Scott winner <laughs> um Callum
2: says was that Simon complimenting Digby glad we've got that on record so am I mate so am I (laughs) carry on Si sorry edit (laughs) (laughs)
5: it's live it's live we can't do it
3: every week edit (laughs) now um, yeah so Digby a bit first shot for me because you know he came on like I say, came on against Colchester had a decent enough game when he played hit crossbar and he gives us that something up front as well when we're going up for corners you know, we, we've got height in the box for
2: corners. And that's what, f- along with the, the, the powerful <laughs> run, I'm glad for the first time that he was allowed to go forward, Conrad mm. Logan. That, along with the run of Conrad Logan, was what sort of shook Nuts County a little bit and led to the, the clear Maradona-esque style clearance wasn't it apparently was that was not in the, the area It was out of the area so it his, his feet, yeah, Alan Hardy realton. Kevin Nolan There you go lads borrow these <laughs> have a borrow these I'd be CD quite Stevie Wonder could have seen it in the box mate it, it's like saying the ball's over the line but the
3: goalkeeper's got his feet on the other side it's, of the line yeah. so it's not
0: a goal it's, it's,
3: Yeah. I'd be quite interested
5: to see what it's. the EFL have said about Evan, uh, not Evans Nolan complaining he's going to I'm going to get answers. Our team have been robbed. Well, it's,
3: been, it's Thursday now. We've it's not Thursday. Yeah. He's probably had a look and You know when thought, grapes go off?
2: What? What's you know when that fruit go, go off? What is it? Sour sal- sal- grapes? Sour grapes, that's, that's, that's it. Uh, a couple more comments then. We're going to take a break to do the uh, Who Wants to Be a Stagged Millionaire. Simon's a bit... Who's your phone friend, by the way? Who are you going to use? Um...
3: I don't know I think somebody's a bit. Probably it. I'd imagine. Probably. I'll probably it have to go in there I probably don't need to a friend because I'm hoping they'll put it on there <laughs> Well will have <to laughs> don't ruin right, it play, the, it, play, play yeah. the game
2: play the game uh, let's have a look at a couple of these more comments we've got loads of t- more to talk about tonight guys keep your comments coming in there's loads of them coming in tonight much appreciated on that we're still going to talk about the reserves their win in the Central League Cup we're going to talk about Keaton Ward getting his pro deal and we'll look ahead properly to Saturday uh, as well final comment then before we go to who wants to be a stags millionaire can simon get uh that amount of points uh, as did uh, cam and nathan andy says um players should be made to compete for their place he can be your best striker on paper all day but if he isn't performing to the expectations is he actually your best striker obviously talking about danny rose uh, well,
5: that there that makes sense because that would make kane hemmings our best striker i mean in his in form he's Obviously he didn't, he didn't score against uh, Lincoln But he scored against Coventry He scored against Colchester Now he's scored
3: Good against Nick's
4: One player who's consistently played fairly well I wouldn't say he's been superb every game But he's done his job He's dug in and he's in, gotten in, the goal He's held, yeah. held, held the ball up as well And he's, he's probably done better than what a lot of the other players have done in that situation So,
3: And at times when, he, when they've took him off <laughs> but you can see his disappointment when they take him off, sort of thing. He just wants to keep. And going. He wants to keep yeah. going, and his reaction after he scored the goal on Saturday, I've not really seen anybody celebrate like that for a while for Mansfield, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, and it and it was kind of, it, he's on loan, you know. So, but yeah, you well, could tell what deal. it actually <laughs> means to him. Yeah, to put ball at net for Mansfield, sort of thing, and you know, it, it meant it meant a lot to him. And you could see that in his reaction.
2: Yeah, certainly so. Now then, talking of reactions, let's see how you're going to react. It's time for Who Wants to Be a Stags uh, Millionaire. A reminder of this game, uh, basically, you know, as they say in this game, imitation is the best form of flattery. So uh, we've imitated one of the uh, best quiz shows on telly probably ever in Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and made it Who Wants to Be a Stags uh, Millionaire. Nathan and Cam have both taken part in this it's the 12 question format of the game and uh, have both reached 50,000 points um, no no I'm
4: and ten. you gave me 10 points in the group
5: no
4: team, so no something I can't remember what for no. but I'll take it no well no they're private points they're
2: private points they don't count um so Their points to win biscuits That's yeah, it Their okay. points to earn biscuits <laughs> Simon Can you reach the 50,000 point mark Or will you go one better And get that elusive 75,000 I'll
3: 75,
2: probably struggle 000? to get 500 as, al- as always You've got three lifelines To help you out along the way Although Shelly does say You're on your own little brother <laughs> Well, Thanks sis Confidence Those lifelines 50-50 Ask the audience where you guys at home can play a part and, and, and get involved with that, and these two will give their answers as well. Uh, and uh, oh, I forgot, I left my phone in car, And <laughs> phone a friend as always, uh, as well. comes stripping off, please do it without revealing any bodily uh, things. Uh, there you go. Oh, I wonder where we've seen that before. Um, so, as always with these questions, if you think you know the answer. We Let know. Me. Now. Just put now. The, point the answer in the comments and we'll read them out as well. It's This is a quiz for you to get involved with in, at home as well. And if you want to play Who Wants to Be a Stags Millionaire, you could be in the hot seat next week. Drop us a comment or drop us a DM on our page and we'll get you involved uh, with the quiz. Simon, the are you ready then? For 500 points, you ready to play Who Wants to Be a Stags Millionaire? Hang on. I've
3: done it. Have a. There you go.
2: There we go. <laughs> there we go then. For 500 points, Simon. Which of these terms is commonly used to describe a striker? Is it A, target man, B, target board, C, hoof holder, or D, hoof it to him? Which one? Well, it depends which club you play for. Oh, that's it. It's commonly used. I'm going to say A, target man. Final answer? Yes. 500 points. Golden, we're off and running. Here we go. For 1,000 points. Reach Day was first loaned to the Stags. from which of these Manchester clubs? Was it Manchester United, Stockport County, Manchester City or Hyde? Manchester City. Final answer. Straight up, a uh, 1,000 points in the bag. Well done, so you can't, you've got the minimum of 1,000 points there. You can't uh, go home with, with anything oh. less than... So there. I
3: might as well play this one.
2: You might as well play this <laughs> one. 2,000 points. Of these assistant managers... Who has not been placed in caretaker charge of the club upon a managerial departure of these assistant managers who has not been placed uh, in caretaker charge of the club upon a managerial departure? Is it A. Paul Hall, B. Mickey Moore, C. Paul Holland or D. Peter Shirtliff. if you think you know in the ad, in uh, in the comments let us know which of these assistant managers has not been placed in caretaker charge of the club upon a managerial departure Paul Hall Mickey Moore Paul Holland or Peter Shirtliff. you've got your lifelines available to you 50-50 uh, ask the audience and phone a friend if you think you know at home let us know in the comments who's not been placed in caretaker charge Nathan if you think you've got an inkling I think so yeah Cam, do you think you know? Not very really clue. Okay, Simon. The question is though, do you know? He's got himself. I've uh, got an idea so far. Who's your idea? I want to say Peter Shirtliff, but I'm not sure. Logis- logically, mm. would you back yourself on that or not? How sure would you be? Not very. Not very.
3: I'm gonna, I think I'm going to have to use a lifeline
2: what lifeline would you like to use you've got your 50-50 ask the audience or phone a friend I'm going to ask the audience okay well what Nathan, Nathan and Cam act as the audience you at home as well we need you now Simon needs Uh-oh. you more than ever uh, come on Shelley <laughs> ask the audience out of no these four him. out of these four me. Uh, Nathan me. who has <laughs> not been placed in care take charge of the stags upon a managerial departure is it Paul Hall is it Mickey Moore, Paul Holland, or Peter Shirtlift? Must be Dad. Nathan, who would you say? I was going to say Peter Shirtlift. Cam, who are you going to say? I
5: don't know. Bunch I don't know. I'd, I'd, for a guess, I'd have said Mickey Moore. But Peter
2: also says Mickey Moore. What? Would, why would you say Peter Shirtliff, Nate? I don't know. That I was,
4: I'm, like I say, I'm not 100 percent sure. So I wouldn't listen to me. But it was just my gut. I'd, why would you say Mickey outright. Moore?
2: Uh, Chris says uh, the answer is A. I can't it was a. Uh, and uh, Andy also oh. says it's not shirtless oh. people are all over the place oh. on this. Do, you want, do you want to use another lifeline oh. oh, or God. do you want to have a gamble let's work this out logistically I'll give you a bit of a clue because I like you you're alright um, oh cheers <laughs> not like
3: right. Right. It, um,
2: is these, of these I did it for you and I did it for, for Nathan stop you moaning of the Talking four points, think, think about think I'm about, who's, about who's, I'm who's been actual about... manager and, yeah. w- and how did they become manager in the yeah. first place so does that eliminate anyone for you
3: well it eliminates Paul Holland because
2: Stuart Watkins were in charge I think and Paul Holland took charge and obviously when we got relegated yeah and, uh, a certain Mr. BD went mm. so I think I think it's safe to say out of them all Paul Holland's probably had the, you're gonna write that off anyway. Yeah 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 yeah. It's safe to say I have them all. Paul Holland's probably been the most consistent I think caretaker in, manager. Mickey Moore's been caretaker manager
3: when Paul Cox. Uh. <laughs>
1: do
2: you wanna use another lifeline? Do
3: you know what? Go for it. I'm gonna go in Nathan and say preach Oh this. no don't do it. It's <laughs> <be a foul laughs>
2: don't oh, go no. oh, in. You've, got, got you got right, you've, still
4: you've still got, got two, two lifelines,
3: lifelines here
4: don't do uh, it I'm not, I don't uh, feel bad if, it, if it's wrong you
3: know what he's going to do though don't you he? he's going to put Peter Shirtliff as well no he's going
4: to he's gonna, he's going going to to leave Paul Holland I know what he's going to do he'll leave Paul Holland and then, go
3: and then on the right 50-50 answer. then I'll use, use them, them all
2: it's two remaining answers I'm going to take away two it's of these computer that does it so it's
4: not Craig so
2: <laughs> yeah. your final choices are Mickey Moore oh. or Paul Holland <laughs> Oh, Mickey Moore then. I <laughs> <My> love <lad>, sir? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, Correct yeah, <laughs> Mickey Moore. Right, well, I'll talk you through them very, very briefly. <coughs> when Duncan Russell left, Paul H- Paul Hall stayed at the club as youth uh, manager for a little bit and he took over for about two days. Never managed a game, it was after Wembley. So Paul Hall technically was caretaker manager. Mickey Moore... Was assistant manager under Coxie. Then he yeah. left to go elsewhere whilst Coxie was still in charge. Then he came back, but he wasn't assistant manager and he wasn't in caretaker charge because he left again because he was. It was Adam Murray who became caretaker manager and then manager. Oh. Peter Shirtliff was assistant to Carlton Palmer, then became caretaker manager and then manager. And obviously uh, Paul Holland has been caretaker manager time. Upon time, yeah. Upon time, Callum says we got there eventually. Yeah, we did get yeah. there eventually. Callum, After I was giving him numerous. I'm chances. really sorry. <laughs> Christ, I don't th- I honestly don't if think I'm you're gonna get go there. I, I am the oldest
3: here. It might take till nine oh, o'clock <laughs> tomorrow
2: for, <laughs> for 5,000 <000 laughs> points. Prior to the club's relegation, who scored the last goal in the football league? Nathan Arnold, Jefferson Louis, Stephen Dawson, or Mickey Bolden I'll give you a clue because well, you might, not you might it need it this week. You might need it. It was a hat trick. Uh, prior to the club's relegation, doesn't That was <laughs> the last goal in the Football League. You've still got your phone of friends. Let us know in the comments if you think you know who it is <laughs> you know? Nathan Arnold, Jefferson Louis, Stevie Dawson, or Mickey Bolden. He says he likes
5: you, but these are a lot harder than what yeah. mine and Nathan I've going to say, I expect him in <laughs> 1972, <laughs> back,
2: back in the drum, my day. Back in my day. Nathan Arnold, Jefferson Louis, Stephen Dawson, Mickey Bolden. Who do you think it is, Nath? I think Mickey Bolden. How many do you think it is? I'd have said Mickey Bolden. Anyone at oh, home? If you think you know what it is, who scored the last goal, which was a hat-trick. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to go against you all because I've got a feeling it's Jefferson Louis. Final answer? You've still got your phone a friend?
3: <laughs> they won't know. <laughs> I've got more chance of ring Pope you, and knowing. Your
2: dad
5: might know. Your dad might know. I don't know.
3: That look on Craig's face is telling me that not uh,
5: You've got a life thing,
3: mate. Mark, Mark is
2: screaming bowling. Shelley is screaming bowling. balding. You don't have to listen I'll to him, you can with it. Go, go with Go then on. I'll go Mickey Bowling. Yeah. Thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <Christ. laughs> Correct answer. You've got yourself five thousand points. I'm still You've still got your phone in front. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Cheers, Shell. Oh dear. For ten thousand points.
3: When, when can I not drop one again? As in points. <laughs>
2: <laughs> why? 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 Pretend you Chris Tarrant would have had this for ten thousand points. Who scored the second goal against Carlisle United in April 2002 in order to secure promotion to what is now known as League One? Wayne Corden, Scott Sellers, Andy White or Chris Greenacre? Uh, Andy White. Final answer? Yes. Correct answer, well done. You've got yourself uh, 10,000 points. Now, for 20,000 points... Controversial manager Cotton Palmer Sensately quit After a 200 feet away At Was it A. Rochdale B. Hull C. Chester Or D. Wrexham A. Rochdale Final answer Yeah Correct 20,000 points Now we're rolling Got through that sticky period, didn't there Now then You've gotta get this right to draw with Nathan and Cam. You've got your phone a friend. Use it wisely. <laughs> Anyone at home who knows the answer, scream it in the comments Sam well, we Sam's gonna love, win this. So we would love to get you involved uh, in that. I know, um, helped
3: him. As well. Don't give me that, boys. Oh, yeah. You yeah. said, no, you you said shirley for you
2: were wrong!
4: But I said I told you not to go with me, I said use your lifeline. <laughs> Which and I, and I told you now you know. Ah, okay. And Mickey yeah. Bolton, don't forget that. Can I get to All the right.
2: 50,000 point yeah, question? Yes, Okay, yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, yes, of course, yeah. Or, or is it cl- Jeremy, because it's Jeremy Clarkson, the revived version? Anyway. No, Chris.
3: Chris. Okay. I thought you meant Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: getting <okay>, a bit <laughs> like Jeremy
4: Kyle, to be honest.
2: For 50,000 <laughs> points and to draw level with Nathan and Cam. Who scored a brace, which included an 89th minute equaliser as the Stags came from 2-0 down to beat Gateshead at home in 2011, the final home game of the season? Was it Louis Briscoe? Was it Ashley Kane? Was it Paul Hall? Or was it Adam Murray? You've still got your phone a friend. If you get this wrong, you drop all the way back down uh, to 1,000 points because that's the way this game works. You know what? i want to save my phone a friend.
3: And I'm gonna be risky and say Adam Murray. Final answer?
2: Yes. yes. For fifty thousand points. Yeah. You've put it all at Adam Murray. You should draw a level with Cam and Nathan. Yeah, it's only a game. It's the right answer! Oh, oh dear, now then. You've got your phone of friends. You, you realise Ryan's if he gets playlist. this wrong we've
5: got a three-way tie.
2: No, yeah. if he gets this wrong you've got a three way tie That's but he's still got a thrown a friend. you used yours you'd both used yours by now so has yeah. he played this game very very coyly indeed here's the 75,000 point question who received a red card in the final game of the 2007-2008 season after the Stags had already been condemned to the conference was it Simon Brown was it Jake Buxton was it Keith Briggs or was it Rory Boulding Do you know what? He's always getting red cards from Mansfield, so I'm going to go with
3: Jake Buxton.
2: Final answer? Yeah. Simon, you had 50,000 points. You've now got Uh, 75,000 points! uh, Well done. Well done, 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 my friend.
3: He's the only player that, if he couldn't catch nobody, he'd just bring them down, wouldn't he?
2: Oh, dear. Always in the penalty. Well, technically, you've already beaten. Cam and Nathan, but of course you've got to keep going.
3: Yeah, but if I get to the next question wrong, <coughs> don't
2: it go back to a three-way time it, oh, yeah. it does. it does. You but you've still got go 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 you've still got your your friend, and, yeah, friend you, can and you can just walk away, which I've got a feeling duh, he's probably going <laughs> to do. You might as well play it there. A hundred, on a game a game hundred, hundred for <laughs> one hundred and fifty thousand points now. It's getting big. The sister <laughs> of which legend legendary. Striker co-wrote the top 5 1997 hit The Day We Found Love for the band 911. Was it the sister of Richie Barker? Was it the sister of Mickey bolding Was it the sister of Danny Bacon or the sister of eisden christie
3: I think it's the sister of Mickey bolding because I'm sure she's into the music business.
2: Finlancer? Yeah. Simon, you had 75,000 points you've now got 150,000 oh. points well done and you've still got your phone and friends Tim will get this far is right he going to get his way up to 1 million points so close for 250,000 points which fictional TV comedy drama predicted the Stags' relegation from the football league was it footballers wives was it soccer aid was it Mike Bassett manager or was it there's only one Jimmy Grimble
3: no idea would you like to use your phone a friend no because I don't think they'd know neither you go- unfortunately you gonna so I'm going to walk away are going
4: to take the money yeah is there something of trying to get to a million like
2: that walking away or are you going to play nah <coughs> Lampson, I'm walking away <coughs> right, to walk, walk. Simon you've walked away with your head held high on 150 uh, thousand uh, points um, it took so me a while it did take you a while but somebody else at home could beat you if you were to play the question though what would you have said?
3: I've probably said Mike Bassett.
2: Nathan, what would you have said? A. You would have said uh, footballers' wives. Probably. I've never seen any. Cam, what would you have said? I'd
5: have said Mike the Bassett. One I've
2: heard of. Simon, if you would have said Mike Bassett, you wouldn't be sitting here with uh, your one hundred and fifty thousand points. You'd be sitting here with a chance of getting the million. It was the right answer. Oh, <laughs> oh dearie me! <laughs> yeah. So I will keep. I've the... changed my mind. <laughs> I'm going to keep the uh, five hundred thousand uh, point question, the million point question, for next time around because one of you guys at home could be playing at this game. If you want to play, who wants to be a Stags Millionaire and see if you can beat Simon's uh, points total? of uh, 150,000 points. Let us know in the comments or drop us a DM on the page and uh, we'll get you involved next week on the podcast. Simon, well done my friend. Nathan, any final well done, words Simon. for for are you, are you a, a, a considerate loser or are you human? I'm claiming half the points. I, I, that Mickey Bolden one, like. you know. To be fair, he did give you the Mickey Bowling yeah. one. 60, and, 60, and 60 40. I told you he did. 60 40. Yeah, yeah 50, was like 50, we 50 pretty 50 much 50. handed you this game. Oh, so,
4: yeah. No. I said that 50 50, I said he'd leave Paul Allen in, what did he do? He left oh. Paul Allen in.
2: Right, oh, there you go. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> a bad loser, That's us face it. Bear you are a sore loser, <laughs> Nathan. <And they've laughs> Already competitive. This is where we need you, my friend, because in the week you gave us a great idea, because imitation is the best form of flattery, as we certainly all know and you put on a little tweet didn't you a, a little poll tell us a little bit about this poll whilst I nick a digestive because I'm it starving was a, it was a <laughs> she's not left you at all ball that's Simon it, that. that's I mean, Simon there's
4: three, there's run three out of this is a <laughs> disgrace
2: this is a disgrace run out of team. anyway um,
4: yeah we were on about it on Saturday really and we were just obviously looking at the season with, not, at that point we had 10 games to go and we said, we said if anybody if you could only have one sort of outcome at the end of the season and it was either Stags promotion and Chesterfield stay up, or Stags don't get promotion and Chesterfield go down. Which one would you rather? Which one would you rather it be? Simon,
3: May Stags go up and Chesterfield stay in League because we'll still be a league higher than them anyway. Well,
2: yeah, that's a fair point.
3: Yeah. So well, let's
2: have matter. a little look at uh, the results then uh, from our Twitter poll. We nixed this and basically put it on our Twitter. So uh, if you voted on there. Uh, Thank you very much for that. We're going to do that every single week now. So it's Nathan's task to come up with a. Yeah, oh, uh, I'm not that creative. So well, there you go. Um, <laughs> I can tell you the results are in. Nineteen um, percent voted for Chesterfield relegation. Eighty-one percent for Mansfield promotion. So let's hope that eighty-one percent are right, and we can, uh, you know, go think, on to uh, to secure that. I think my poll
4: pretty much got about the same results as well on the percentages. So I think that's. Uh, like I say most fans in favour, I would I'd put the opposite. To be honest, I put our other chess plugger down. Uh,
5: not gonna
4: lie,
5: <laughs> just laugh at them in the conference. Because we only. can go
4: next season, but I just love to see them so have a taste squirt, of what we had for so many well, for five years. If, like,
5: if they went down, they'd go bust. End of. I
4: don't want them to go bust because you've got you can't really laugh at them as much things. They're not really they're not there to laugh at. If that makes sense, so I'd rather them just be down there for six seasons that's all I want and lose
3: all the best players and then sign people like Rob Duffy and that yeah what a squad that was Paddy Shambles
2: (laughs) what a squad that was maybe we'll have to try and do a bit of a reunion podcast or something and get some of those players on who knows what we can uh, do in the future yeah that let's get Robert yeah. it it Duffy like, can we get Robert Duffy and I'll wear that away shirt that I absolutely love you know on the St. But, St George's
3: cross like yeah, yeah. yeah it's just over your shoulder it was Simon Shaw it? Well, sweet, yeah, that's yeah, it yeah. he'd love that it's there make you sit
5: like it. Mark <laughs> Stallard <laughs> or something on <laughs> well who knows what it might, might uh, just talking about nuts what might happen know, uh, in, in the future but it will be 10 <laughs> years
2: actually this summer since we got relegated so maybe a bit of a mm. mini reunion between the squad that went down and the squad which you know took place in that first game and Paul uh, Holland as well surely most of those aren't in actually
4: playing the football teams anymore so it should be quite easy to get all of
2: them yeah there's only, like a co- only a couple that I can think of Stevie mm. Dawson Jay Buxton Alex Baptiste Nathan Arnold on mm. loan at, he- at Salford at the minute um, there's, a, there's a few that are still playing but there's others which have gone into coaching, yeah, Keith it? Briggs and like Blackboard. Michael Blackwood was the first ever goal scorer outside the Football League for us. Jason Weiss isn't it? Exactly, so they, he's found his level. Uh, let's move right. on then and talk about <laughs> back to the, uh, the, the here and now. We've actually got two trophies in the trophy cabinet this week because by virtue of the fact of drawing in Notts County we've retained the uh, Matt Salmon uh, Memorial Trophy. But we've also won the Central League Reserve Cup, 3 0 victory away at Wigan. And of course, the game was switched from the One course Stadium uh, to Williams Training Ground due to the obviously the adverse weather and what have you. But one thing I found very interesting, very positive. We'll hear from him on that game in a minute. Was the fact that David Flickcroft was there and watching? It was a strong side, ten strong outfield players, and there was uh, I think Sam Wilson, one of the youth team keepers, uh, in goal for that one. But silverware. Uh, is Silverware and eighth, and also a run out for those players who've not yet had the chance in the game situation for Flickcroft to look at and maybe get themselves, uh, you know, in contention. I think everyone's a winner on that front, aren't they? Definitely. Um, I think that was quite was quite pleasing about it, seeing the squad.
4: Cause I, um, didn't he play? Did Keaton Ward play in that as well? Um, was Ryan saying that? I'm sure someone on the on the squad, or oh, he may have Quan a sub. But so the, the, he also used some of the U team players in that game eventually as well as, as the game went on. Uh, so it was a nice little, like I say, run out for the players who were sort of looking to get into the first team, which they needed. Um, and like I say, you get a nice little trophy at the end of it, so uh, it's a positive outcome
2: really. Goals from Liangal um, <coughs> and Ricky Miller, Simon. Obviously, confidence for each one of them, but none more so, I think, for Ricky Miller because obviously we were talking a sort of week mm. or so ago, saying, "Oh, he's." he's disappeared and then the rumours started because the associating with Peterborough, but he's got himself in, got himself a goal, and it will have shown Flickcroft what he can do. And I think for me, I'd be tempted. Saturday.
3: Yeah, yeah, most definitely, me too. Um, like we've been saying, give Danny Rose a bit of a rest and play Ricky up front, Um I'd, and also. um it gave him a chance to look at Penny as well, because I think Penny was in the squad yeah, yeah, as well. So we've all been saying, "Where, where's he gone sort of thing, you know, what's happened to him. And he's ended up at, in the reserve sort of thing. So it might have opened the door for a, a few players for Saturday, to be
2: honest. Uh, who knows what might have happened. Well, obviously it was a, a 3-0. Well, it was watched uh, by the state boss, David Flitcroft. Let's see... Let's hear his reasons why he wanted to go along and watch it and uh, see what lasting impressions those who were involved made on the state boss
1: really pleased with not not really you know the outcome um the performance, you know, when you apply yourself and, and you know, the moon given at any football club should be hard work, honesty, sincerity in your performance and we've come here, uh, an experienced team, but I've seen experienced teams before not put the work in and not put the shift in that, that's required and, um, you know, today the lads have and uh, the experienced players that have come over have. We've travelled two and a half hours to, to get this game on. I really wanted the game on. It gave me a good chance to look at some of the players I've not seen in, in, a, in an 11v11 11 11 game, apart from training. And a, a fantastic workout, you know, and a really, really good performance from every single one of them. I think the front three of uh, Ricky, Spence, and... And go, just set the press off. They set the press. They set the energy, you know, backed up. Um, and and again, you know, we've we've done a training session this morning with the players over at um, over at the one call, and uh, you know we had a fantastic session this morning with the players, and and then to come here and, and, and take that hard work into yeah, it was a cup final, you know, and um, to take that work into into today's game uh, was excellent. But I noticed yesterday we had a really bright session from the boys. We set we did some setup shape work with. Uh, for this game, and uh, I could tell there was an intent. We didn't to, want to win the game, that was a given. Uh, you should want to win any, every football match, but certainly. Um, you know, they the, the, was committed from the start of the game. You know, I think that they've committed to you know uh, the reserve fixtures. They've committed to the reserve games. Um, you know, so it, it, it is important that uh, that that every player thinks he's got an equal chance of getting a shirt, and there's no isolation, there's no exclusion, and uh, and every player feels valued in a squad.
2: How critical is it um, the fact that he's managed to see those players? <clears throat> excuse me, in a match situation. Obviously, David Flickcroft there talking after that uh, game at Wigan in the Central League Cup. Full interview on the club's iPlayer platform, mansfieldtown.net forward slash iFollow. How important is it then that he's managed to get to see them in a competitive game? Because training only gives you so much, doesn't it, Simon?
3: Mm, yeah, I mean, you don't go in as hard... If you're 11v11 11 11 in training, because you're all, at the end of the day, you're all on Unless the same Unless you're up against
2: side. someone who's in the same position as you, and then you yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but um, no, it, it it's good to see, and I mean, I'm pleased that Spencer's put, you know, got a goal, and well, all three to be honest, because after Saturday's performance <coughs> with Angle, I'd, I'd have been a bit, you know, I wouldn't have played him again this Saturday, but he seems to score in the reserves and you know kind of, he <laughs> kind of puts himself back in contention again don't it to be honest with him scoring a goal but I'd be still tempted to kind of go with Ricky Miller
2: yeah it's a big to decision be big decision on Saturday as well uh, another name that I noticed back in, in the fold for the reserves managed to uh, lift the trophy in the end after Joel Byron went off and he was handed the captain's man is Jack Thomas hmm. potential for him to get back in the mix as well and <coughs> Excuse me. The thing which most pleases me is is what Flickcroft said in that interview. If you watch it in full, the fact he's going to fuse younger players, as you mentioned, Keaton Ward and a few of the others, with those senior pros as he did in the last sort of ten, twenty minutes of that game, and that's something which Evans said tongue in cheek, but Flickcroft actually has proof of doing, and that proof lies in Danny Rose and Paul Digby
5: mm.
4: yeah. when he
2: was at Barnsley. I think the thing on the Jack Thomas matter I mean I was actually watch. I was,
4: follow, I was following the uh, the Twitter updates uh, of, the, of the of the of the pitch <coughs> and um, it actually looked like top, uh, Jack Thomas was actually playing really really well he seemed like he was kind of instrumental in especially the first half in um, a lot of our positive play so it's quite nice to see because I mean we've all sat here and also probably his, his time is up but you never know under a different manager a manager who if he sticks to what he's saying, and I say at the moment he's actually looking like he's putting it into into action. If he'd start getting these players in and around the actual senior team, or even if it's in reserve, or whatever, but getting them playing with them, it's bring they might come to that level a bit better and maybe believe in their own ability. And you never know, maybe maybe his time in and that's for sure it isn't over.
2: Yeah, maybe not. And obviously, he's been through two managers now, new managers, fresh for everybody. But Nathan mentioned there, come about obviously. Bled in the the youth and sort of putting things into place. And one thing he has done this week, um, the club have done over the last sort of week or so, is give uh, young Keaton Ward a uh, pro deal. Obviously, a young central midfielder doing very very well under John Dempster under his sort of coaching and tutelage. Got a pro deal to fend off some Championship interest, but again, that's going to be pleasing, hasn't it? Because you've actually got a manager who's going to watch these young players news, sitting down with the coaches and saying right who do we need to tie down whose future do we need to look after and who do we need to involve in first team in first team affairs definitely and obviously with with the way that the Radfords have wanted
5: to take the club obviously it's quite a family club now we're not we're, we do focus quite a lot on youth at the club as well obviously having all, the whole youth set up now that's starting to create the stars of the future that we thought might be a few years down the line and you look at it and you look at other teams and you think the youth setup that they've got, you look at a club like Doncaster, who've got one of the biggest youth setups in the country, are bringing through players and they're just players of a different quality, like you've got your youth teams for like your lower league teams, well they're nothing, they might go on to play local football, it's about it, if they don't cut it for the local big team. Whereas if we're like creating players that are for the future then we can help them develop, we can send them on loan to local clubs, get the game time, come back, work with the youth team and then get them to play in the... Fair enough, it might only be the reserve team, but it's still game time against other professionals. You look at the, the Morecambe team that they faced last week and that was a, a pretty much a full... A strong Morecambe youth. side that wasn't it it was, still
2: managed to, to it, get was
5: it was a full U, Stag's youth team, team against yeah. a, a strong Morecambe team so <coughs> we're creating players that have got the ability we just need to keep that That progression going
2: and keep developing it. Let's move on then and finally talk about um, Saturday. Congratulations uh, to all those stakes players involved for getting that silverware uh, in the trophy cabinet. Let's talk Saturday, Simon. Forest Green away. Chris asked at the very start of the show earlier in the comments, three four three. Would you go with that? Yes. Why?
3: Um, Well, like you say, we we need to be on the front foot and we need to be very attacking and I don't think Forest Green are that sort of team to cope with that sort of formation sort of thing so yes I would go 343
2: three. Nathan what about you would you Tend to try and get us on that front foot a little bit more because for me there are no excuses. We've got to come back from Nailsworth with all three points on the board, and I'm going to even chuck this in there: a clean sheet. Absolutely, Um the, the league's worst defence. There's no um, yeah, and we've got to we've got to take advantage of that. Uh, we,
4: we've scored, albeit <coughs> you know, in the last four games we've only managed to score one goal in each game. We're, you know we haven't managed to get our second, so we've got to go there. We've got to start positive. We've got to get a goal. And if we get a goal, we, we can't sit back. We've got to go and get the second because that's what the problem is. Um, so, yeah, I think it's like... It's funny, to, we said to... When when Flippercraft came in, we said, like, don't change it. You know, we want him to just carry it <laughs> on. But now, no, I think he we need, to need, change you need changes. That's, because it's just got to the stage it is. Everything's got to change. And I think, like say, formation and... for the first time for a long time we're starting to say we need
2: changing players as well mm-hmm. because he's I think it's because now he's, he's had that initial 3-4 weeks he's watched the players he's not had chance to um, play yet in a competitive match out of the reserves he's seen things he's seen things that he wants to tweak and mm-hmm. managed to start put those in place it's him now he's the man who's who's in charge it's, he's got to make the changes he feels comfortable with because it's it's, it's all or nothing isn't it Mm. we can't go into any games now and come away with a defeat No, and I think no. there are two I, games where it's not enough either it's not because I think if you know you, you look at how tight it is in there you draw a game and another, another team wins that's it you, we, yeah. we, we have
4: technically got the potential of dropping down to ninth on Saturday that's how I don't know if any of the teams playing each other but looking at the actual points tally um, obviously whoever's in uh, Swindon in ninth position uh, they're three points behind us so if every single result goes against you and obviously if they're not playing each other, which I don't I don't know so I haven't looked at the fixtures, but Cam's gonna tell us
5: in a minute. We have got a uh, potential of dropping down quite far, so Exeter are playing Swindon. So that's
4: two teams yeah, around so, each other playing yeah. each other. Yeah. So 8th really I guess, at worst.
5: <coughs> Luton playing the late kickoff. Wickham have got Port Vale.
2: It's Barnet, isn't it? So that's Yeah, Luton Barnet.
5: That's a local. So that's area. surprising Link, for Martin yeah. Allen. Lincoln got, yeah. for, not for far behind as well, are they? Yeah, Lincoln are up there. Coventry have got Grimsby at home. Yeah, so and then County play on Sunday. Yeah. so those
4: teams They're who can TV potentially yeah. go above us, there's only Exeter and Swindon playing each other. So we could still drop down to eighth if we lose. Um, and those teams pick up a win I'm not again We still. well I'm saying it's that tight isn't it and it's so easy just for us All to fall out box, of the playoffs it?
3: Yeah.
4: it is but the only thing we can do is go out and do our job we can't rely uh, on the other teams from here we've um, got to do it ourselves
3: we're starting to kind of well we, we've got to do his own job but we're also starting to I mean to rely on other teams beating others
2: mm. Yeah and we, and we know we can't beat We've been lucky at last few. We, yeah. Yeah. Think That luck's going to run out isn't it at some us. point Yeah it, it will Which is it, going to prove costly What about your team then I mean for me the, uh, It's the prime opportunity to rest a few players And give the players who desperately need rests And a little bit of psychological You dropped Come back and prove me better mm. Prove me wrong against you're and for and your, your loosens over Easter, um, but it's a prime chance to do that. But it's also the chance to maybe just switch things up shape-wise. Logan obviously nailed on. I would go three-four-three, three, well three-four-one-two to be pre- precise. Then I would go Digby, Diamond if fit, if not Pierce, um, and then obviously Bennett. Then I would go for Anderson, uh, Atkinson, McDonald. And I would probably opt for, for CJ. In fact, no, I might The pace it, 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 isn't it, it? It's the pace which keeps him in for me. I think we yeah. need Pacey players. If not CJ then I'd be tempted with Penny, to see see what he thought of him. Um or, or Benin. But I, I want to give those they're the players that I want to sort of give a rest to and rest legs and then. Um front three front three of um, and you're gonna hate me, Nate, but Angol uh, Maybe you'd, I think you'd leave Hemmings in fact now I wouldn't go Angle you'd leave Hemmings in there because he's in a bit of form Hemmings with Spencer and Miller with Hemmings just behind those front two playing that sort of um, centre attacking midfield role maybe going out to the right if he's needed and that sort of thing and let Anderson be a bit creative as mm. as well what about you is there anyone that you obviously you'd have your lights with your roses and your beddings and whatever on the bench oh, yeah. to bring on you wouldn't leave them, them out of there but is there anyone else I know we can't talk about Sterling James now cause he's gone. To, he's gone on loan, But <laughs> yeah. anyone else that you want to see in there? Would you be tempted for a, a Jack Thomas figure? Would you be tempted as uh, a, of a Byron? What would you be? What would you go with? Um,
3: I, I think you've pretty much nailed on the the midfield. To be honest, I would. I would either have. I think I'd give Penny a an at. To be honest, just to see what what he looks like, sort of thing in a in a proper competitive League 2 game sort of thing um, up front I would probably play Spencer in the middle and have Hemmings and Miller either side of him like you said have
2: Hemmings out to the right sort of thing so he can go out and I think he looked quite dangerous yeah. though he played sort of on that front foot he got into little gaps he came out to the um, left and got those chances and created some he looks he's yeah. got a bit more space a bit more drive
3: and then have Miller in that little pocket in like in between the defender sort of thing because he seems like the sort of striker that can kind of move quick sort of thing. So like he can get in positions quite you know he's he's quite
2: manoeuvrable. Mark says, what about Mellis? Nathan, would you be well? In, this, be in
4: there? The one thing uh, to what your team, I, I pretty much agreed with all of it apart from Spencer because what I'd probably want to do is I'd probably put McDonald in there. I've been up the pitch and just behind the two strikers as, as I've playing that sort of 3-4-1-2 sort of formation and then I'd put Mellis in the middle where, where you had McDonald yeah. and that's the only difference I, put. I agree with everything else apart I mean I, I, I like Spencer and I think that would possibly work so I wouldn't be disappointed if, it, if that was a, was a team but that would be my only, change, my only change really I'd put McDonald in there Miller and Hemmings I mean, like I say the two up I um, was just behind and I probably, I would probably put Mellis, if he's uh, fit, um, into that midfield.
2: Can Chris says, would you play out from the back or would you stick with the lump ball? Play out from the back. That system, of three-four-one-two, play he screams play out from the back. And we did that a little bit more in the second half and tried to keep the ball. We got it up and then sort of played from midfield. Mm-hmm. So you've got to keep possession because Forest Green are a side that if they get it, they'll cause problems there's no side. point
5: in lumping it long all the time because they've got big defenders
4: that was our downfall against Lincoln wasn't it we did yeah. exactly that and played into their played hands in stands, yeah. exactly
2: Callum says I'm optimistic about the Forest Green Rovers game but they've only lost once at home in 2018 they may have the worst defence in the league but they score some goals and we need to be careful if we draw 1-1 again there's something seriously weird <laughs> going on we can't afford to draw I think we've, we've all agreed on yeah, that we've got to win at, at Forest Green and then obviously it's into the big ones against uh, Accrington and against uh, Luton obviously Accrington up first at home we'll talk more about that next week and then Luton on on uh, on uh, Bank Holiday Monday, it's a tough three games because you've got yeah. a side who are scrapping for the lives. Then you've got two sides who, are both potential champions and both promotion and at worst playoff rivals. If if things went wrong at either.
3: Mm, true. I still think I don't know if you guys agree with me. I still think there's a game where we'll win, and we'll all think this is it. But then on the flip side, I think that there might be a game that we lose and we all think the world's going to end. Well, it's nearly Saturday. It, no, yeah. it, it, it's it's can't be Saturday. going cannot be Saturday. It's nearly Saturday. going to be a couple more twists where I think we're going to win one, whether it be at home to Accrington or away to Luton or something like that, where we think, hang on a minute. Yeah, that's a big we, win, isn't it? Yeah. we can actually do this, and it's a massive win, and then we go away to Chesterfield or something like that. No, go No, All right, go away to... What's we got? Yeovil. Yeah know. but that's a long trip for Still us got to that just lose. Still
2: got, Steve or got Stevenage. Or
3: Stevenage.
2: That's yeah. the one I think or Paul You Paul know, or Good
3: it's... to Stevenage and you know, and dare I say lose or draw. And you know, people it, it's gonna be one of them where we're gonna be up and down or down so, and up, sort of thing.
2: Lots more twists and turns to go before the end of the season. Nine more big games to go and we'll talk about them all here on the Mansfield Matters podcast and you can too if you want to get involved uh, if you're watching the live stream every Thursday 6.30 ish some Thursdays some other not maybe next week might be a little bit different because we've got the, the the game on Friday we'll confirm that later in the week but as always Every day of the week, it is the platform for you to have your say on your team. Why? Well, because Mansfield really does matter. We'll have lots more quizzes and games coming to our Facebook pages soon. I know a lot of you have been enjoying the uh, flashback uh, videos, the one of Louis Briscoe okay. scoring that penalty at Luton's been on this week. We've had uh, the, uh, the hat-trick from from Briscoe. We've had the uh, howl goal as well from Alfin. Lots of memories uh, to be shared on there. If there's anything you want to see on there as well, then do, of course, let us know. And if you want to try and beat Simon at uh, Who Wants to Be a Stags Millionaire, then uh, get involved with that as well and keep an eye on our Twitter and Nathan's Twitter for Nathan's <laughs> Snap Poll. That's your task for the end of the series. So that sounds good. Could go all the way wrong. Uh, right, then let's uh, reveal the answer to tonight's odd balls, and then uh, we'll say goodnight for this week. I asked at the very start of the show, nearly 90 minutes ago, and... Um, all of the st- all of these have played for both Forest Green Rovers and Stags, but who is the odd one out? Who is the oddball, and why? The players: Ross Dyer, Paul Stonehouse, Luke Jones, and Chris Clements. Nathan, give me a name. Did you say his name in ninety minutes. I need to leave before end, don't I? Um,
4: sorry, yeah, mate. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, We're not in extra time yet. It's all good. No, sorry, right. I'd have to leave. I'm
2: probably. I don't know. Give me the answers again. Ross Dyer, Paul Stonehouse, Luke Jones, and Chris Clements are the players. All have played for Staggs and Forest Green, but one is the odd one out. Which one and why? Paul Stonehouse. You're going Paul Stonehouse. Why are you saying Paul Stonehouse? Because I'm sure that
4: comment, I'm referring to a comment where you put the question on yesterday. Where someone said Clemens was the only player to play in the league. Yes. Well, pretty certain Ross Dyer did in the first season he didn't play many but I'm sure he did I might be wrong I don't know I I think
3: it's Chris Clements because I I think he's the only player that's played for Forest Green in the league Simon
2: so you're going Chris Clements for that reason I don't don't know Okay. the answer is Chris Clements the reason I was looking for is that he's the only player out of the four not to have played for both on permanent deals he was permanent at Mansfield, but was only on loan at Forest Green. And um, obviously, the others have all played permanently for, so for both clubs. People have got the right answer, but they wrong. Yeah, the wrong reasons. But the other reasons <laughs> I mean, do stand up yeah. as well. Uh, obviously, Chris Clements is... is I, I, I don't think, think he's played for Forest Green. <laughs> I think he's had one or two. He's, he's yeah. played at the ha- like a couple of games. He's at least yeah. come on for, for a minute, so that counts. Um, he's Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I think you might be right about Ross Dyer. Which is why I, I He
3: played the first, first game story. And yeah, then went down injured Didn't he yeah. And then that reason No that was, the com- that's yeah. that, the,
2: was that was the conference season When we won the conference He did his pre-season. I'm sure he played, played A couple in the, in the league But I out. think he played Because no, I'm disappointed thought he, thought he got league. injured so I thought he no, he, had, he, had, yeah. he was
5: in that He was with us that season Because he scored against Oldham in the cup replay
2: Yes he did The second
5: time We would have played Liverpool
2: Yeah you're right Yeah
5: Because that was that replay That was that season
2: Chris the reason is not Obviously Obviously that Chris Clements is the only one to play for for them both in the league. Uh, the reason that I've gone nearly for was. <laughs> but nearly you yeah. were nearly right. You're on the right path. The reason I've I've gotten the reason I've gone for is that he, he's the only one not to play for both on permanent deals. Obviously, Ross Dyer and Paul Stonehouse uh, all came from for- both came from Forest Green to Stags, uh, and then uh, obviously Luke Jones went from Stags to Forest Green and then back back again, uh, and obviously Chris Clements. Stakes and on the <laughs> at Forest Green. from Grimsby. Is he still at Grimsby's yeah, yeah. parent club? Yeah. Um, so there you go. That's the answer on that. We'll have another Oddballs for you at the same time, probably, uh, next week, um, where we have a look ahead to Accrington and, and Luton. Uh, keep an eye out on our Facebook page for that Oddballs question. We'll get it ahead of the podcast so you get your guesses in. Keep an eye out on our Facebook page for all the extra content which is on there. Uh, as well and as always if you've ever got a comment to make leave it on the comments or obviously get involved on the uh, the podcast this as always is the show for the fans uh, by the fans because Mansfield really does matter I've been Craig Priest alongside me tonight has been Nathan Edge Simon Mercer and Cam Felton the Stags make the long trip to Nailsworth to take on Forest Green Rovers on Saturday they need to put all three points on the board maybe get a clean sheet too and give us that extra little bit of hope we want going into the final eight games of this League Two season, where there are plenty more twists and turns to come. Who'd be a football fan, eh? Good night.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.